Great day, great day. It's Savon, founder, manager, partner, native assets, author of the Blockchain Blueprint. Yo, last few days, the markets. <laughs> Boy, he talking about capitulation, man. I shed a tear. I looked at my portfolio. I was like, damn. But all seriousness, it's a, it is quite a volatile time in the market. So figured it's been a minute. We can go ahead and jump into some charts, and my hope is that these charts can provide a little bit of perspective because there's always the fundamentals at play, but there's also the technicals, right? And to be the most informed you can be, we got to take a look at both of these things. So macro backdrop, world is ending, inflation's crazy, Fed raising interest rates, got people freaking out, uh, and... Let's see what the charts say. Now, other thing before we get too deep into this is that the general sentiment is that we are about to uh, enter into a recession. The, the economy is about to enter a recession and that the markets, not just crypto, but that the markets as a whole are entering a bear market. Now, markets are trends, effectively. Now, sometimes trends last for years, sometimes trends last for days, sometimes hours. And my humble opinion, we are certainly have been in a bear market. If we're simply looking at it from that perspective, what has been the trend? The trend has been down, all right? And if we were to look from, let's call it November of 2021, November uh, 8th or November 15th, trend has been down. As they say, trend is your friend until the end. The other thing to keep in mind is that, as I mentioned, trends, you don't necessarily know for how long these trends will last. And I am speculating that before the end of 2022, we will enter into another bull market. But once again, who knows how long it will last. And anyhow, I just want to look at some charts. Let's go over this, see what we might be able to glean from this. So what we have right now is the Bitcoin USD chart here pulled up. And uh, actually, I'm going to take it out of log so we can see what this looks like without the logarithmic uh, compression taking place. And if we were to go back into uh, 2020, 2019, we can see once we get over here, you know, from this perspective, things you see went up. Mm, looks like it's ranging. And then 2020, back end, pops off. Shoots up, crashes down, ranges for a bit, bounces, boom. Retraces a little bit, goes up, comes back down. Let's put this back into the log. It looks a lot different. Now, we throw it into log. Everything in this top region at this point now looks like a range. All right, so we can call that uh, between about... 29,000 up to roughly, let's, let's just call it 60. Now, if we want to look at this in, in the simplest way possible, because if you're, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're likely trying to get some information on where could the price crash to and where could the bounces take place. So let's go ahead and, uh, and let's oblige those so we get that addressed and out of the way before I go way more in depth. All right. So let me go ahead and pull out some of the analysis, some of these markers I've already put on this chart. All right, we can hide this for a second. So if we look at this 
range, this blue box that we have that uh, is from about 28,960 up into about 30,500 or so. Now, I use boxes because if you want to set out a range, sure, you can put a line to set a level, but, but boxes, ranges tend to give you uh, a, a better approach if you're actually going to try to trade it. Other thing to note, you have to identify if you are trying to trade this or if you are looking to be informed and, and have informed decisions based on your investments, right? Two different things. But if we see where the price is right now, if we look at this, this range of support, we can see that since, let's call it uh, January of 2021, we have come into this exact range once, twice, thrice, well, we can kind of call that four, five, six, now seven times. All right, now, either this is great news, it means that this support is tremendously strong, or <laughs> it means that uh, that it, the, the price is eager to break through this support. But my humble opinion, what it really is letting us know, this is a very strong level of support. Uh, and if we are to look at where the price could fall to, right? So let's, some people, if you're of the mindset that the price can break down further, well, the levels to look for, and we are just going to use some straight up lines for this. The only levels that make sense to me are about 27,800 or so. Let's go ahead and make that blue. Other level would be 26,000 and 24,000. After those three levels, the only bit of support is down at roughly 20,000. 19 and a half thousand to 20,000. Okay. And once again, if we look back since January of 2021, we have yet to fall below this level of support. So it very well could be that this is the new support level, more or less. Now, obviously, if things are to go wildly out of control, we've seen some interesting things go on with the UST peg and how they got in cahoots, or, or, or rather, how they kind of assumed some of the risks that comes from exposure to Bitcoin and, and all of that. So I'm not saying the price can't fall through this. Obviously, anything can happen. Who would have thought that Luna could lose 50% of its value, 60% of its value inside of a week? Wild things can take place. We're living in wild times. But I don't think it is very likely that we see the price break down to this 20K level. Definitely not that. Uh, now, could we see a wick down to this 27,000 range or so, to this 26,000 range? Possibly, but I don't think it is very likely. Now, I want to share some context on why I think that. And part of it is, ah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me finish where the upside targets are, all right? And then we will, we will come back and visit this. So let's assume that we do indeed bounce from this level uh, that we are currently in right now, around 30,000 or so, right? If we are to bounce, then these are the next levels as far as resistance to look out for. So the first level that would need to be uh, retested and then broken through would be about 32,000, right? Uh, so we revisited that earlier today, uh, but 
we would really want to see that reclaimed and overtaken. And mind you, this is a weekly chart, okay? And so then after that level, there is roughly 34,000. After that, let's call it 40,000, 39,000 and some change. After that, 45,000. But obviously, first things first, so we don't need to set too, too many targets. Now, what I want to do is go ahead and begin to pull back some layers and assess some other potentialities as far as what may be going on with the price. Okay, so what we are looking at inside of this cloud is a Bollinger Band. And the Bollinger Band is effectively giving an indication of when the price appears to be oversold or at the low end of the range and then where it may be overbought top end of the range. So uh, Bollinger Bands, Ichimoku Cloud, they communicate similar things. Now, how they're calculated, of course, it's different. I won't pretend to know precisely what goes into them, but these have been solid indicators in my time uh, using them and overlaying them on an asset like Bitcoin. So what I think is very interesting to note is that there have only been two times since 2018. Really, if we go back even further, let's compress this down a bit. Since March 9th, or the week of March 16th, we can say the week of March 9th, 2020, there have only been three times that the price has touched the bottom of this Ichimoku cloud. Now, that was the week of March 9th in 2020, which was the uh, pandemic crash. And then it was the week of June 21st, 2021, and then this past week. All right. Now, if we were to measure, now this is fascinating. Let me pull it up. If we were to measure the top to bottom increase in price, we find something rather fascinating. All right, let me, let me get this thing pulled up. All right, I can get another one drawn. So let's go ahead and look at this. So when the price touched the bottom of the of this Bollinger Band range, the week of March 9th in 2020, that was effectively the bottom before this most recent bull run up throughout the end of 2020 and 2021. And that was, if you want to measure that entire move, about 1,117%. But if we don't want to measure that entire run, there was a, a more modest run inside of that. And all that we'll be calculating for that is when it came from the bottom of the Bollinger Band, touched the bottom of the range, and then went back up to touch for the first time the top of that band's range, all right, which I think is a better measure to take for, for the point I'm trying to make here. That was an increase of 139%, and it took roughly 154 days. Now, the second time it touched the bottom of this range and bounced, basically started, I'm going to get him have a sec, it bounced, this was a 136.9% increase over the course of 140 days, all right? So, we have currently, as of this week, touched the bottom of this range once more. Now, obviously, some differences here. The macro environment, wildly different. When we saw the bounce in 2020 and when we saw the bounce in 2021, the Fed 
The macro environment, in a lot of ways, is the opposite of what it is right now. The Fed said, hey, let's dump trillions of dollars into this market. And currently, we are seeing them withdraw billions and billions, hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars from the market, raising interest rates, trying to slow down the economy. But with this overall, why I'm showing you this data and mentioning this data is because I believe it supports the idea that as a whole, these cycles are contracting. So the bull markets and the bear markets, both of them are slowing down or, or they're contracting. And it's rather, instead of slowing down, they are taking place faster than they have before. So let's go back further in history and pull out some more data. All right. One moment here. All right. I believe that is most of the indicators that we need. So what I've done is gone ahead and I went back all the way to 2017. Okay, so these vertical black lines that we have on December 11th of 2017, March 16th, 2020, these are effectively what I am drawing out as cycles. Okay, and as we see, December 11th, the week of December 11th, 2017, that's when we saw the peak in price at around about 19,500 for Bitcoin. And then it came all the way down and it bottomed at the bottom of this Ichimoku cloud range around the week of December 17th, 2018. So this, this whole downward price action, this was a bear market and it lasted 364 days. Then that same week or the following week, the price began to run up in a limited, a contracted bull market. Now this price increase saw a bottom of about $3,150 and the price ran back up to retest, uh, got up to $13,375, a 332% increase over the span of 190, 189 days. All right. So we had a bear market that lasted 364 days, dropped the price by 83%. And then a bull market began ran up 332% over the course of 189 days. Then the price fell again, went back into another bear market for the back half of 2019 throughout the first quarter of 2020. And we saw the price drop by 61% over 259 days. Let's call that one cycle. All right. For the, for the purposes of how we're analyzing this, we're not talking about four year having cycles, but price action cycles. So now, boom, we start the next phase. Week of March 16th, 2020, price begins to run up. And now this price runs up before any type of correction, about 139% over 154 days before a minor correction from uh, about 12,000 down to 10,000. All right. But if we want to count that as starting the entire bull market, well, that lasted 392 days and increased the price about 1,117%. Then we saw in the summer of 2021, the price fell from around 63,000 down to about 30,000. Similar range, same bounce to where we're seeing the bounce currently. And that was a drawdown of 55% over the course of 70 days. So now you see that bull market was longer than the one in 2019 the front end of 2019, but shorter than uh, than what we had seen in the past. All right, so the 2019 
I'm sorry, I don't mean to confuse. Let, let, me, let me gather my words, all right? So the 2019 bull run was 189 days, increased 332%. The bear market of 2019 into the first part of 2020 was 259 days, dropped the price 61%. Then we saw the bull market of 2020 into 2021 run for about 392 days, increased 1,117%. Bear market, 70 days, retraced 55%. Then the end of 2021 had a second bull market. And this was very reminiscent to one of the earlier cycles in Bitcoin. I want to say it was the 2013-2014 cycle where there was a double top where it did something very similar. But the price ran up an additional 136% from the bottom. And this took about 140 days to complete. And now, since the end of that run, which is the week of November 8th, 2021, we see the price has retraced, has dropped from that high around 67000 down 58% to where we see the price today. And that has taken 182 days. So my theory, speculation, is that at some point we could see a bull market before the end of this year that could last anywhere between, let's call it 140 days on the long end, but could be as short as this most recent or the prior bear cycle of 2021, meaning we could see a bull market that lasts only about 70 days, 80 days, 90 days. It really depends. It could be even shorter than that because price can do incredible things in a very short amount of time. Let me find an example. Even if we look at the price falling, all right, the price fell from 58600 to about 29000 so about a 50% drop in 21 days. If the price can fall that fast, it stands to reason the price could also go up just as quickly. Now, usually this does not happen with the same pace, but if the right conditions are in place, meaning the right catalyst, the right setup, uh, technically speaking, and enough uh, emotion behind this market sentiment, then explosive things can take place. And the other thing, when, when we spoke about the, the touching of the, the bottom of this Bollinger Band range, for anybody who's really into technicals, I think this is something to really take note of because from a weekly time frame standpoint, this has literally only happened four times since 2018. So this was the week of December 17th, 2018, the week of March 16th, 2020, the week of June 21st, 2021, and this week, the week of March, May 9th, 2022. And every time it has touched the bottom of this Bollinger Range, there has been a run-up of at least 100%. Sometimes far more than that. So, all of this to say, sure, we have definitely been in a bear market. But for how much longer things will be in a bear market remain, remains to be seen. There are some extraordinary macro conditions taking place right now. 
But Bitcoin is an extraordinary asset. So take all of that with a grain of salt. None of this is financial advice. I am merely trying to uh, show some technical data to uh, temper some of the emotions that are in the market. And I get it. Trust me. I get it. I am quite invested in this market. Uh, so obviously, I would like to see number go up. But number can't go straight up in a line. And for long-term adoption, just like regulation is necessary, uh, market corrections and, and uh, repricing also has to take place at some point. So hopefully, that provided some insights. Uh, we started out, I'll just recap briefly, and we uh, out the gate set some, some levels to watch for if you are trying to anticipate some potential uh, points at which the price could break down to, as well as if you are trying to anticipate uh, where you need to watch to gauge if the price is going to continue upwards. So if the price were to continue down, what you would have to see happen is the loss of support around at the low end of 28, let's call it 29,000, anywhere from 30,600 uh, to 29,000. You would need to see price break beneath this level and then it would have to uh, find support at 27,000. And if it failed there, you'd be looking for roughly 26,000. If it failed there, you'd be looking at about 24,000. If it failed there, 19,500, let's call it 20,000 uh, for the culture. That's where you'd be looking for. But my friends, there is not much support underneath the current levels we see, the current support levels. We've seen it uh, test this level six, seven times in the last year and a half, and it is yet to fall through it. And I don't think it's going to fall through it now. Uh, I think it could wick through to freak some people out, make some more intense liquidations, but it's the bottom of this range, the Bollinger Band range. We see that the RSI is at a, you know, a low that has not been seen in damn near two years plus. Uh, so I wouldn't hold my breath on it. Uh, but you can't be bullish. The price action is not bullish unless we see it retest uh, roughly 34000 and then break through that, hold it as support. Then the next level you'd be looking for is for it to go up and test around 39,000, uh, 39,300, and then make that support instead of resistance. And then the next resistance past that would be 45,500. It would need to break through that resistance, make it support, and then past that would be 51,000. It would need to break that resistance and turn it into support. Uh, and if those things were to happen, particularly if it got above 50,000, then it would be safe to say that we are now in a new bull market. Uh, but at a minimum, 34,000. Uh, if it gets back there, can hold that as support, then we are probably uh, out of the woods, out of the danger. And then you would definitely want to see it get back over 40,000 uh, to start to feel bullish. All right. Uh, so. That was just some really quick analysis on Bitcoin. I really hope that provided some perspective for you. Uh, if it did, please uh, leave a like on this video. Please leave a comment uh, letting me know uh, what you think 
is going to happen to the market and share this if you found it helpful. Uh, all those things uh, really help to get this video out to more people so they can be helped as well, so they can be informed. And it really helps me out and it keeps me motivated to continue to make videos like this for you. So once again, my name is Savon Springer, founder, managing partner of Native Assets, author of The Blockchain Blueprint, A Practical Guide to Crypto in an Impractical Age of Fiat. And I will holler at y'all real soon. Take care. Wholeness. Oh,